Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. We are here doing something a little bit different today. We are going to be doing a Mopar Monday podcast. Mostly because I want to do some Mopar news, because I have or Mopar specific news, because I haven't done that in a little while now. And you might be wondering, well, is there any Mopar news? I mean, there hasn't been any new cars that came out in a while, and due to COVID nineteen, there definitely won't be. And yeah, actually, there is a bit of news going around, so let's get into that. Vegas fabricator building a Hellcat Dodge Charger wide body wagon. Magnum slash Charger conversion kit coming. The hot rod Dodge Magnum shook up the American auto industry when it launched in 2004 as a 2005 model. And before I actually get any further, this is courtesy of the people over at Mopar Insiders, of course. While the Magnum lasted for four short model years before being replaced with the two-door Dodge Challenger, there have been several builds from owners who have who have fitted their Magnums with the front fascia of the 2011 to present Dodge Chargers. According to AutoEvolution.com, Las Vegas-based tuner JFab is creating a conversion kit for those who wish to update the look of their Dodge Magnum. JFab made headlines back in 2015 when they created a bright red Dodge Charger-faced Magnum for the Specialty Equipment Markets Market Association, or the SEMA show. JFab's latest project involves another face-transplanted Dodge Magnum. Instead of keeping with the stock powertrain, JFab is upgrading with a 707 horsepower supercharged 6.2 liter Hemi Hellcat V8. The powertrain upgrade should be a good upgrade from the top of the line 2008 Dodge Magnum SRT8 6.1 liter Hemi SRT V8. The supercharged Hellcat adds an extra 282 horsepower on tap to the wide body Dodge Wagon. You can follow the JFab build on their Instagram account, JFab. While nothing about the. Nothing about the conversion has been announced yet. Something is expected in the not-too-distant future. Hopefully, we will know the cost of the conversion kit then. As the as for the cost of the up as for the cost of the supercharged Hellcat motor, Mopar currently sells the Hellcat engine as a crate motor. Part number. This is going to be a long one. One six eight thirty thirty eighty nine AA. Once again, they sell the Hellcat engine as a crate motor. The part number is 168-3030-89-AA on Mopar.com for a U.S. manufacturer-suggested retail price, MSRP, of $20,020. I'm kind of excited. I've, I really did want a, a Magnum wide body. I was like, oh, Charger, Charger wide body, Challenger wide body. Now we need a Magnum wide body. And here we go. Although, to be fair, I don't hate that people add the modern Charger fascia onto the Magnums. I would have also liked to see a wide body... Magnum without that though, but that probably would have been a lot harder to figure out. Inside Design, the 2008 Dodge Avengers Stormtrooper concept. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. It's Star Wars Day and we thought we would take a look, look back at one Dodge concept car that has a little connection to the Star Wars franchise. At the 2007 SEMA show, the Dodge brand released a tuner version of its, new, of its newly announced 2008 Dodge Avengers sedan called the Dodge Avenger Stormtrooper. It was designed to appeal to the tuner crowd at the time. Unfortunately, it seems to have never happened. The Stormtrooper name comes from the Star Wars character which inspired the look of the car. Unlike the production model which featured a 3.5 liter V6, 
Dodge shoehorned the 4-liter V6 from the Dodge Nitro and Dodge Grand Caravan into the engine bay of the Stormtrooper. The 4-liter produced 253 horsepower and 262 pound-feet of torque pair and was paired with a 6-speed automatic gearbox with auto-stick steering wheel paddle shifters. The funny thing is that they would end up making more power later down the road with just the 3.6-liter Pentastar after the facelift. A cold air intake was added to the 4-liter as well. Handling was improved thanks to a number of features that included KW Custom Coilover Suspension that is tuned for ride height and damping, large 20-inch by 9-inch custom Alcoa forged wheels with die-sub custom graphics wrapped in Michelin 245 forward slash 35 R20 Pilot Sport PS2 tires, and a StopTech 6-piston front and 4-piston rear big brake setup. The Dodge Avenger Stormtrooper featured several exterior custom modifications, which, in which included... Xenon HID projector headlamps, Amnitza, that's very weird, Predator halo lighting, Challenger fuel filler cap, blacked out high beam parabola package, tinted headlights and taillights, tinted PPG blue magic glass, billet exhaust tips, custom front and rear fascias, sill aero kit, integrated rear spoiler and rear door sail panels. Inside, the Avenger Stormtrooper was fitted with the Alcantara suede on the instrument panel, doors, headliner, and pillars. A set of black and white Dodge SRT8 bucket seats with red stitching and stripes are fitted for the driver and the front passenger. A custom Dodge rim shell steering wheel and paddle shifters are fitted with black leather, white suede, and red accent stitching with a center stripe. The gloss pearl white painted center stack features a set of Mopar Performance gauge pack with red accent LED lighting. A kicker audio system was equipped into the car for added audio performance as well. To showcase how much technology has changed, the Avenger Stormtrooper featured two Azintech mobile PCs installed with 1.8GHz Intel Core Duo processors and 2GB of RAM. One unit was fitted under the front dash and, and one rear seat center console, one for the. Using ETAS's INSA software to the engine controller, the driver could have the, the capability to control the car's tuning and receive important engine information and download engine calibrations through Mopar Performance. The Stormtrooper concept also featured onboard internet and had Bluetooth to link your devices like your iPhone and Zoom or Zune. Anyone remember Zune? <laughs> Dodge painted the Avenger Stormtrooper in a custom pearl white exterior color. The Stormtrooper concept hasn't been Dodge's only dip into the world of Star Wars. In 2015, Dodge hit the opening of Star Wars The Force Awakens with a custom-themed Dodge Viper ACR, Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat, and Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat. Speaking of COVID, though, from earlier, SAUS offers online retail experience to customers. Buy from the comfort of your home. More than one-third of SAUS dealers in all of Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo brand websites are now giving consumers the option to shop and purchase new vehicles from the comfort of their own homes through the Online Retailing Experience, or ORE. Launched a month ago, it has been implemented by 1,000 dealers stretching from Maine to California. Based on the quick adoption of ORE, more than 90% of the SAUS dealer network now uses web-based tools to sell cars and trucks via the internet. We accelerated the introduction of OR to help our dealers who were hampered by state mandates to shut down their new vehicle sales operations and showrooms amid the COVID-19 outbreak. U.S. Head of Sales Jeff Comor said, Sorry if I got your last name wrong. The response has been phenomenal. Dealers are reaching new customers while developing a different set of customer relations skills since many of the transactions are now being completed in a customer's driveway rather than a showroom. Jeff estimates that about 20% of new sales lead 
New sales leads come from online retailing compared with about 1% of the year prior. Or, and other third-party applications have proven to be robust, reliable, and trustworthy, Comor said. It has been a journey, but we, but we have finally reached that point where customers and dealers alike have embraced buying and selling vehicles through cyberspace. FCA developed OR as a one-stop platform to help dealers handle the entire purchase process from trade-in to final signatures. OR is accessible through the Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo websites, participating dealer websites, and a variety of social media applications. Customers simply click on the link to begin the process. How it works. Customers select a, select a make and model from a brand website. Once a choice is made, the transaction seamlessly moves to the corresponding dealership offering the selection. Different features allow customers to determine trading value for their older vehicle, financing, and incentive availability. Customers are provided a total cost, which is also broken into monthly payment estimates. The credit application, title, loan, and all other paperwork are completed online using e-signature technology. The new vehicle is delivered and trade-in is taken away. We recently sold a new Jeep to a woman who lives 65 miles away from the dealership, said Garrett Guest, via president of, sorry, vice president of South Oak Jeep Dodge Chrysler Ram based in Mattinson, Illinois. We are connecting with our customer base that is in we are connecting with our customer base that is engaged and excited about buying online. Comor added that he expects the number of participating dealerships to continue to grow over the next few months. We are only at the beginning of what can be accomplished with OR, Comor said. You can visit drivefca.com for more details. Rumor, Jeep to bring Mojave trim to iconic Wrangler nameplate? Desert-rated Wrangler coming in 2021, maybe? Back in February, the Jeep brand expanded its off-road capability by offering the new Gladiator Mojave, the first Jeep vehicle to carry the brand's newly minted desert-rated badge. The new desert-rated lineup of Jeep vehicles was announced back in June 2018 at Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, or FCA's, Capital Markets Day event. At that event, the press got a sneak peek at one of the upcoming desert-rated vehicles, the Cherokee Desert Hawk. The Desert Hawk badge will adorn all of its future desert-rated desert Jeep models, except for one, the Wrangler Mojave. According to sources close to Mopar Insiders, Jeep fans will get a Wrangler featuring the same technology behind its Gladiator sibling. Sources are saying that both the two-door and four-door unlimited models will have their own Mojave edition in the 2021 model year, which will be sometime this year. Except the Wrangler Mojave models will feature a lot of... That's a very weirdly written sentence. Except the Wrangler Mojave models to feature... The Wrangler Mojave models will feature a lot of the same specifications as the Gladiator, including the specially tuned Fox 2.5-inch internal bypass shocks with external reservoirs and industry-exclusive Fox front hydraulic jounce bumpers. A reinforced frame, one-inch front suspension lift with stronger axles with cast, cast iron steering knuckles and wearing aggressive off-road tires will be part of the package. Expect a half-an-inch wider track providing additional stability and allowing for packaging of the larger shocks. As for the exterior, the Wrangler Mojave will wear the performance hood from the Gladiator, the higher clearance fender flares from the Rubicon, orange tow hooks both front and rear, as well as a new silver-colored front skid plate adding a more aggressive look to the Mojave model. A set of new side rails designed specifically for the Wrangler Mojave models will be standard equipment as well. Inside, the Wrangler Mojave models will be much of the same stuff from the Gladiator model. More aggressive bolstered front seats in either black or steel gray, copperhead orange accent stitching and vent accent rings, 
as well as a competition-inspired leather-wrapped steering wheel. An available forward-facing off-road camera allows obstructions in the desert to be easily seen as well. Unlike the Gladiator variant, however, our sources are saying that the new Wrangler Mojave would more than likely be powered by either a 2-liter turbocharged inline 4-cylinder engine with electric stop-start, or ESS, for those with a manual transmission, or with mild hybrid e-torque technology with a ZF-sourced 8-speed automatic transmission as standard equipment. The 2.0-liter turbo delivers 270 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque on both versions. The proven command track 4x4 system that features a 2-speed transfer case with 2.72 to 1 low gear ratio and heavy-duty third-generation Dyna 44 front and rear axles with a 4 to 10 to 1 axle ratio and standard ele electronic locking rear differential will would also carry over. On the Gladiator model, the command track 4x4 system is also used to provide higher four low range operating speeds for climbing sand dunes and other challenging desert events. We can expect the Jeep brand to show off the upcoming Wrangler Mojave later this year and will join the lineup in the 2021 model year. The Wrangler Mojave models will join two, two other new Desert Hawk models next year. If it is anything like the Gladiator Mojave, we can expect a price to be on par with the 2-liter turbocharged Wrangler Rubicon models. It wouldn't be the first time Mojave's name has been on a Wrangler. In 2011, the Jeep brand released a Wrangler Mojave, which was a desert-themed special edition. That was more of a styling statement and far from a high-speed off-road capable desert and sand runner that the Gladiator Mojave has shown us. Anyway, though, it is time to take a little break. I will see you all after the aforementioned break. Did you know Cody does more than just tell the news? He's writing articles on cars as well. Be sure to check him out on Mopar Insiders at http colon forward slash forward slash www.moparinsiders.com and on Drive Tribe at http colon forward slash forward slash www.drivetribe.com now back to cody at cody's car conundrum hey hey we are back more news and this time it's an faq actually the new jeep renegade and compass 4xe jeep answers the questions people have about its new fevs there's been a lot of questions surrounding the new electrified Renegade and Compass 4xE models. Although, the Jeep brand has yet to publicly announce if the Renegade or Compass 4xE models will make it to the North American market. The new plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, FEV, four-wheel drive, 4x4 models, are getting ready to launch as soon as the FCA Italian workforce can return to work. So what does the Jeep brand have to say about the public's questions about its latest vehicles? So, question one. What kind of electric vehicle will the new Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xE models be? The, the Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xE models will be a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, FEV, that also have four-wheel drive, or 4x4. Equipped with a gasoline engine which drives the front wheels and an electric motor which drives the rear wheels, they'll improve off-road capability. The two engines will work together with the automatic management by the vehicle. The electric motor is powered by an 11.4 kilowatt battery that can be recharged while driving via regenerative braking and can be recharged externally via the power grid. The battery will allow the car to function as an all-electric vehicle for up to 30 miles when the battery is fully charged. Admittedly, not great. If the battery approaches the end of its charge, the gasoline engine automatically intervenes to recharge it while driving to ensure constant availability of the 4xE drive. Question 2. Will the new Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xE be trail rated? Yes, the new Jeep 4xE 
<laughs> it's lit you know how you have four by four it's four x four yeah this is literally four x e that's why i'm saying four by e will be the most capable four by four plug-in hybrid jeep suv in the market when equipped with the trailhawk trim level electrification will further improve their legendary capability thanks to the increased torque insured by the electric motor and the uh, and the ability to adjust it with the extreme precision in the starting stages and when driving on the most demanding off-road trails where a low crawl ratio will be required next question what specific technology will be offered on the new jeep renegade and compass 4xe versus the traditional models of the lineup the new 4xe models will allow the customer to drive in several modes electric hybrid as well as e-save mode which preserves the charge level of the battery new e-features will be available such as e-coaching regenerative braking I know it's regenerative braking, but that's really hard to say. And preconditioning system of the cabin, which can be activated through a mobile phone or the vehicle's infotainment display. Well, the thing is, if it's if it's preconditioning the cabin and you're doing it through the vehicle's infotainment display, and it's like not on your phone, you're not preconditioning the cabin. You're just conditioning the cabin. unless you unless you pre pre do it like you what but no one suggests you do. You turn the car on, you precondition the cabin, and then you walk away to do something else. You should never do that. But that's probably the only way you could precondition the cabin via the vehicle's infotainment display and it still be pre-conditioning. Jeep 4xe models will also be equipped with specific features including a dedicated instrument cluster, a dedicated section on the 8.4-inch Uconnect infotainment system, and a new sport mode which enhances vehicle performance by increasing throttle performance and improving the steering response. What will be the key features of the new Jeep 4xe in terms of connectivity? The Jeep 4xe models will offer state-of-the-art connectivity systems featuring Uconnect services as standard equipment and will provide the customer with innovative services relating, related to safety, security, and convenience. The Uconnect system will allow Jeep 4xe customers to always be informed about the, state, the status of their car through a dedicated My Uconnect smartphone app. On the app, Customers will also have the possibility to control and monitor the charging of their Jeep 4xe as well as to locate charging stations and set the interior temperature. Some of the My Uconnect 4xe services will be active starting in June 2020. Next question. How long will it take to recharge the battery? The time, the time range will be between about 1.5 hours when using a fast charger like the Easy Wallbox or public charging station, or about three hours when using a domestic plug at its maximum power level. Well, maximum charging power level. Next question. Will the system have a fast charge mode or only a standard charge mode? The Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xe models will allow a fast charge up to 7.2 kilowatts. So there you go, if you were wondering. What will happen when the battery runs out when you're on the road? The internal combustion engine, ICE, will automatically turn on to guarantee on-road driving. The system will be designed to guarantee a minimum level of charging in order to ensure 4x4 performance. What will happen if the driver forgets to recharge the battery? The ICE engine will allow the use of the vehicle while recharging the battery. That way, the 4x4 performance will always be ensured. Will the outdoor temperature have any impact on the batteries? The batteries will be designed to function properly at all the average temperatures of the year. Autonomy can be, re can be reduced depending upon exposure of the car to very warm temperatures for a very long time as energy is used to cool the batteries. Similarly, in the case of very low temperatures, the autonomy will be reduced because the energy will be used to heat the batteries. Batteries can be exposed to temperatures down to negative 40 degrees Celsius. 
How can you charge the battery via an external power socket? Each 4xe model will be equipped with a domestic charging cable called Mode 2, which will connect to the vehicle's Type 2 socket. This means that you will be able to charge a 4xe model from a home garage or in front of your home if an external socket is present. An onboard charger converts alternating current AC to direct current DC for charging. I wonder what Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla would think about cars getting charged using both of their systems. <laughs> I wonder if they'd have an all-out fist fight. <laughs> Through the 8.4-inch Uconnect infotainment interface or the appropriate My Uconnect app that you can download to your smartphone, you will be able to set the recharge time and maximum current threshold you require to charge from your phone's home system. For a faster charge, you can install a domestic wall panel called Easy Wallbox, which charges the vehicle faster than a conventional socket. What equipment will I need to top off? Standard. Home charging cable. All Jeep 4xe models are already equipped with a standard domestic charging cable, which can be connected to any domestic socket. Optional is the high-speed charging cable, Type 3 charging cable that will allow you to charge the 4xe vehicle from a public charging station. Moving on from that new subject, though. Jeep launches the Wrangler Unlimited Rubicon in Brazil. Alfa Romeo shares pricing and new paint liveries for the GTA and GTA-M. Which I was thinking about making a video messing around in the configurator pretty soon. I should probably do that. I mean, honestly, I've been wanting that configurator for a while now because new Alpha and it's really fast. I hope they have a good blue. 2021 Chrysler Pacifica named best new family car by Good Housekeeping. FCA What's Behind, Season 2, Episode 1, The Engine Revolution. Sources say Big 3 look toward pending May 18th restart date. Fiat Brazil dedicates its latest media campaign to its friendship between Italy and Brazil. Could Mopar and Dodge build an all-electric Dodge Challenger drag pack? FCA Italia reopens several Atessa assembly plant in Italy. Let's look at that, uh, let's look at that drag, drag pack news, because that's kind of interesting. Ford's... Ford introduces all-electric Mustang Cobra Jet prototype. On Thursday, Ford Motor Company pulled the wraps off their new Mustang Cobra Jet factory drag racer with all-electric propulsion. Propulsion. The Dearborn automaker is projecting that the Ford Performance prototype can crush the quarter mile in the low 8-second range at more than 170 miles per hour. The battery-powered Mustang Cobra Jet 1400 prototype is projected to deliver over 1400 horsepower and 1100 pound-feet of, of instant torque to demonstrate the capabilities of an electric powertrain in one of the most demanding race environments, on the drag strip. While the Ford Mustang Cobra Jet 1400 is just a prototype, it joins the likes of this year's 2019 Chevrolet E-Copo Camaro Concept, a concept race car featuring an entirely electric-powered drivetrain. While the Mustang Cobra Jet 1400 prototype puts down around 1,400 horsepower, the E-Copo Camaro had now put up 700 horsepower and 600 pound-feet of torque. Chevrolet estimated quarter-mile times in the 9-second range with the car. With all that said, it's been making us wonder if Mopar and Dodge SRT engineers will step up to the plate and test a similar all-electric powertrain in one of the brand's Challenger Drag Pack packages. You might remember that Mopar and Dodge SRT rolled out their 4th generation Dodge Challenger Drag Pack at last year's Specialty Equipment Market Association, or SEMA, show in Las Vegas. That car is powered by a supercharged 354 cubic inch Hemi V8 and is offered with a T400 3-speed transmission with a quick-shift manual shifter and a bunch of other lightweight goodies. While Mopar and Dodge SRT did not release official power numbers or quarter-mile times, the last generation of the car has shown it can run in the high 7-second range with the same powertrain. 
With the next generation of Dodge Challenger expected to come in 2023, there has been a lot of talk about FCA future future plans for the car and the possibility of offering of offering an electrified variant. Last year at the North American International Auto Show, or NIAS, NIAS, in Detroit, FCA CEO Mike Manley was asked several questions regarding the integration of electric powertrains in the company's future Dodge Dodge products. The reality is those those platforms and that technology we use does need to move on. They can't exist as you go into the middle 2020s, Manley said to the Detroit Free Press. New technology is going to drive a lot of weight out, so we can think of the powertrains in a different way, and we can use electrification to really supplement those vehicles. So while it seems that all forms of FCA vehicles will be adopting some form of an electrified powertrain in the future, could drag racing, the motorsport that Dodge brand is most known for, be, most known for, be a testbed for future electrification? We wouldn't be surprised if it was. Update! 2021 Dodge Durango powertrain update! Ooh, we need to get into that. Saltillo truck assembly plant goes back to work on building Ram trucks. And we got an update about what we know about the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee, so we'll have to talk about that too. Happy Hemi Day! It was last April. Or last April. It was in April. The UAW puts a halt to FCA's May 4th production restart date. Turbocharged 426 Hemi Challenger hits the dyno. And although it is time for me to take one last break, so I will see you all after the break. <laughs> Are you a huge fan of Cody's Car Conundrum? You can now purchase Cody's Car Conundrum merch, which is long sleeve and short sleeve shirts on www.tidyurl.com slash merch. Now back to Cody at Cody's Car Conundrum. Hey, hey, we're back for the final time, and we're kicking off this last part of this episode with FCA's what or FCA What's Behind, Season 2, Episode 1, The Engine Revolution, a look at FCA's engine technology heading towards electric, or electricity, it should be. There were a lot of FCA fans who enjoyed the company's What's Behind documentary series, so much so that FCA has continued to continue the series, sorry, has decided to continue the series for 2020. For the first episode of the second season, FCA gives a brief history of one of its most popular engine families in the European market and the technology learned and the technology learned from it. The latest generation of hybrid powertrains that, that meet the needs global global across several of the company's brands. From the Fiat Mephistola, Mephistophele and its six-cylinder engine, which nearly a century ago reached speeds in excess of 143 miles per hour to the highly successful Fire engine, which has sold more than 30 million units. And from the common rail to the Firefly, FCA has more than a century of innovation behind it and today faces a new challenge to create the sustainable propulsion systems of the future. While enhancing the performance and efficiency customers have come to expect, inclu including new propulsion solutions. The current FCA range includes mild hybrid versions of small cars like the Fiat Panda and 500 hybrids, where weight, footprint, and cost are critical elements. Plug-in hybrids offer pure electric mode without sacrificing performance on or even off-road like the new Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xe models, or full electric for the new urban mobility and to create a better future like the next generation Fiat 500. I saw a trailer for that series it looks so good. It looks like a Netflix product, a good Netflix production. And that's saying a lot because when Netflix gets a production right, whoo, they can make like the F1 Drive to Survive series. They can make a brilliant, hugely entertaining show. And SA, in my opinion, seemed to have captured that. Although it was only a trailer, so I'd have to watch it for myself. And hey, I probably will. In fact, I should. And then make a reaction to it. 
I got a lot of stuff to watch. <laughs> Alrighty, time for the 2021 Dodge Durango news. Dodge muscles out more power out of its 2021 Dodge Durango. We have been flooded with emails in recent weeks requesting an update about when the 2021 Dodge Durango will become available. However, with the United Auto Workers or UAW Union stating that they feel the scientific data is not conclusive at this point and that it is too risky for our members, their families, and our communities to support a quick return to work in early May. That leaves the SA's original plan to restart production using one shift at the Jefferson North Assembly plant or JNAP in Detroit, Michigan up in the air. Our sources inside FCA have said both the updated Dodge Durango originally scheduled to debut this, this fall and its all-new three-row Jeep Grand Cherokee WL75 Cousin, originally scheduled for fourth quarter 2020 production, has been pushed back at least three months from their original launch dates. We broke the news that the 2021 Dodge Durango would be getting a mild hybrid option for the 2021 model year. While we know that the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee will be built alongside the current Dodge Durango and featuring the two of the Ram 1500's e-torque engines, we also, we also expect that the 2021 Dodge Durango will also feature those powertrains. However, they might feature different output numbers from the Ram 1500 due to different calibrations. So here is what the 2021 Dodge Durango powertrain lineup will look like. You'll have a 3.6 liter Pentastar V6 with e-torque, that's the standard powertrain, and then you'll have the 5.7 liter Hemi V8 with e-torque, which is an optional powertrain, except for, it'll, except for the fact that it'll be standard on RT models. Then you'll have the 6.4 liter SRT Hemi V8, which is standard which is the standard powertrain on SRT models, obviously. And then you have the supercharged 6.2 liter Hemi Hellcat V8, which is the standard powertrain on the SRT Hellcat models. Now, with the launch of the upcoming Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat model, we are being told that the Hellcat version will launch with a limited edition model, with each vehicle getting a special serialized badge located on the passenger side HVAC vent just like the special edition charger and challenger models the durango srt hellcat will virtually be identical to the current jeep grand cherokee trackhawk underneath the skin that means the 6.2 liter supercharged v8 will be rated at 707 horsepower and 645 pound-feet of torque currently the trackhawk can do 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds and the quarter mile in 11.6 seconds and has a top speed of 180. The current Jeep Grand Cherokee has a curb weight, or Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk has a curb weight of 5,356 pounds. When you compare the curb weight of the sim of the similar 6.4 liter Hemi-powered models of both the Grand Cherokee SRT, which is 5,195 pounds, and the Durango SRT, which is 5,510 pounds, that's a 315 pound difference between the two SRT models. Put that the added weight of the Durango into the curb weight numbers of the Trackhawk, you are looking at an estimated curb weight of the Durango SRT Hellcat being about 5,671 pounds. While you, might say, while you might say the Durango SRT Hellcat will be a heavy pig, the Trackhawk has a 55-45 weight distribution, which leads us to believe that the added rear weight could make the Durango SRT Hellcat have a closer 50-50 weight distribution. Personally, I doubt that, but it might be a bit closer. Based on the current U.S. manufacturer suggested retail price or MSRP of both the SRT models and the Grand Cherokee, $69,140 excluding destination, and the Durango, $62,995 excluding destination, it would be safe to say that with the Trackhawks MSRP of $87,400 excluding destination, we would expect the Durango SRT to have to have a price tag of around $80,000. Stay tuned to MopariInsiders.com as we will continue to bring you more information 
about the upcoming Dodge Durango update, as well as its Dodge Durango, sorry, as well as its Durango SRT Hellcat model. Speaking of updates, let's talk about the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee. We have been talking a lot about the upcoming all-new 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee lineup in recent months and the excitement surrounding the fifth generation Grand Cherokee. This new generation of Jeep's flagship SUV brings not only a replacement for the current generation model, but a new three-row variant and plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, FEV, version variants of both. On Friday, we discussed some details about the upcoming three-row variant codenamed WL75. Today, we are going to focus on the two-row version, codenamed WL74. While we know more information about the physical dates of the WL75, which will, which will debut officially before the WL74 model, we have some solid and exciting new information about the two-row model. The new Grand Cherokee will make its official launch in the first quarter of 2021. The official debut, production startup date, and ordering will all kick off in the first quarter of next year. The timeline of the Grand Cherokee has been delayed by three months due to the COVID-19, or coronavirus, pandemic crisis. So expect the debut and the production launch of the new Grand Cherokee to be pretty close to each other. The 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee will be based on the Giorgio, a unibody rear-wheel drive architecture that currently underpins the award-winning Alfa Romeo Giulia and Stelvio. The new Giorgio architecture will allow the 5th generation Grand Cherokee to have the best on-road characteristics in the nameplate's history. However, it's important to know that the all-new Grand Cherokee will feature improved off-road capability as well, so not losing the Jeep part of it being a Jeep. The new Grand Cherokee will feature four new powertrains for the WL74, a 3.6-liter Pentastar V6 with e-torque, that'll be the standard powertrain which will be available at launch, a 2-liter GME T4 turbocharged 4-cylinder, I4 specifically, with e-torque, which is the optional powertrain which will be available in May of 2021, the 5.7-liter Hemi with e-torque, another optional powertrain, however, it'll also be available at launch, and then a 3.6-liter Pentastar V6 e-hybrid, another optional powertrain that will be available in August of 2021. We will be talking more in-depth about the upcoming Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe and its powertrain in the near future. Mopar Insiders originally described the styling direction of the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee several months ago. Thanks to our talented in-house designer, Ryan Dodd, forgive me if I got your last name wrong, we are getting our best chance yet to look at the upcoming Grand Cherokee, the WL codename. Using a more boxy look than the current Grand Cherokee, the new generation vehicle goes to a more of a Range Rover look with a longer and more squared off hood design. Sorry, with a and more squared off hood design. This is a bigger departure from the look of the current Compass, Renegade, and Grand Commander. The seven slot grille gets a more upright position on the front of the vehicle, while the headlamps are narrow and wrap around the front of the vehicle. Fog lamps sit in a similar position as the current Grand Cherokee, higher up on the front fascia, though. A new belt line body line meets from the corner of the headlights and runs down the vehicle through the door handles and ends as as it touches the corner of the taillights that wrap around the vehicle as the headlights do. While the windshield sits at a taller angle and gives the greenhouse of the new Grand Cherokee a look that is similar to the 2005 to 2010 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK model, this signature Jeep trapezoidal wheel arches are still prominent from the side profile. The new Grand Cherokee will also receive lots of new technology. Starting at the infotainment system, the new Grand Cherokee will feature a 7-inch 8 a 7-inch, 8.4-inch, and 10.1-inch Uconnect touchscreen with the latest Uconnect 5 software. The touchscreens will be joined by a new 7-inch and optional 10.1-inch high-definition thin-film transistor, or TFT, cluster display, which will display crisp, high-res graphics. 
Another new technology gadget to be added to the Grand Cherokee is the new Uconnect-based heads-up display for the driver. We have been talking about a Uconnect-based heads-up display for quite some time, and it looks like the Grand Cherokee will be the one of will be one of the first, if not the first, FCA vehicle featuring the new system. For 2022, the interior takes on a much a much more modern look. Instead of the vents surrounding the Uconnect system, the vents are narrower and higher up on the dash. Oh, okay. They got a bit of a <laughs> they got a bit of a leaked image here. It kind of shows what they're going for. This gives a more horizontal look and wider interior feel of the cabin, as shown in the leaked interior photo shown above. A new rotary dial shifter with a push-button start located inside the shift knob, shift knob opens up more room for, for bigger and more advanced terrain shift knob. A panoramic sunroof will return to open up the cabin on both two-row and three-row models. Stay tuned to Mopar Insiders this weekend as we will continue to break down the all-new next-generation Grand Cherokee, and some of its interior features and new tech features. For those of you who can't get enough of the upcoming Grand Cherokee WL models, Mopar Insiders has created a new form specifically for the new Grand Cherokee called WLJeepForm.com. There you can join in on the discussion of everything surrounding the latest Grand Cherokee. The site launches officially this weekend. Dodge SRT launched the Muscle Behind Us campaign supporting those on the front lines. The Daytona returns for 2020. Orders are now open. FCA hosts virtual Bring Your Kids to Work Day at Home. Refresh 2021 Jeep Compass gets closer to production. Chrysler 300's new splashes of color hit dealerships. 2020 Jeep Cherokee Upland Trailhawk looks at a sorry Trailhawk looks at a budget price. And I'm gonna stretch this episode a little bit longer because we got a <laughs> we got a really interesting article here. We answer your questions about the upcoming. TRX. Pricing, launch date, and first appearance. There is no doubt that the upcoming 2021 Ram, Ram 1500 Rebel TRX has to be one of the most anticipated vehicles coming from FCA, and with the current COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic reaching its peak, a lot of questions about the future of the Hellcat-powered Ram 1500 have been rolling into MopartInsiders.com's e uh, email box. We figured we would try to answer some of these questions to e to ease those who are worried about the future of the truck. Let's get into it then. Although the 2021 Ram 1500 Rebel TRX was expected to make its official debut, official public debut at the North American International Auto Show on June 10th, we announced recently that the show was canceled due to the pandemic and the hosting site, the TCF Center, formerly called Cobo Center, is currently being used as a field hospital for the Detroit area. The TRX was going to be a centerpiece for the FCA display, along with the upcoming all-new 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee, with both vehicles being made in the Detroit area. But now, we are hearing some interesting new news that the Ram that Ram trucks might introduce the truck in front of a small audience in, the met in Metro Detroit, with the event stream on the brand's social media accounts. According to our sources, the event might take place later at the end of June at the SCA Chelsea Proving Grounds at the company's What's New event. The event is a behind-the-scenes look for the media, sorry, for media, at the next year's upcoming product. FCA has shown several RAM products off for the first time at the event in prior years, so the information we received makes sense. The biggest question we, we've gotten has to be, is this truck still on schedule to start production in September? While we broke the news back in January that the production of the new TRX was originally scheduled for September 8th, according to our sources at FCA, the launch has been pushed back five weeks. That would mean that the first truck would be built on October 12th. 
With pre-production pilot models already on the road, the TRX is very close to its production form. We expect that the new TRX model should be starting to drop some of its camouflage around mid-June. If you are curious about the TRX styling, we recently did a post discussing elements about the truck. Another question we have, we have been asked about is pricing for the truck. While FCA and the Ram truck brand have yet to talk about any pricing details, we have again been told by our sources that the new TRX would be priced competitively with a fully loaded Ford F-150 Raptor. This should be this should be somewhere in the neighborhood of $70,000. Stay tuned to Mopar Insiders as we continue to bring you the most up-to-date information on the upcoming Hellcat Powered Off-Roader. And that'll be it for today. I hope you all enjoyed. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Well, subscribe on YouTube, but Podbean, like, like the episode, follow the podcast, do please share it. Spotify, same thing, YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you do subscribe, hit the little, hit the little notification bell and all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. I hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.